Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? Joe McCall here from the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. And we're in for a special treat today because we got Dutch Jackson on the podcast today. And you can see we're brothers from another mother with red Cardinals hats on. And I saw Dutch the other day. He did this really funny, awesome video called Too Much. Isn't that right? What it was that what it was called? That's, that's it. Too much. <laughs> he did this rap video and he's in Texas right now, but I saw him with his Cardinal hat on and he did this awesome rap video that was talking about how the sellers, they want too much. And he's going back to, it was really well done. You know, whoever does your video editing, I don't know if it's you Dutch or, or what, but he's got a whole bunch of them out. And I reached out to him and I said, Hey man, can I have you on my podcast? I really love what you're doing. And I think, was it Max that I, somebody in the wholesaling elite shared mm-hmm. your video, I think is what where I heard it or something. Maybe Max Maxwell shared it. Yeah, I mean, I probably shared them in all the videos. I mean, in okay. all the uh, groups and people are loving that video. All right. So I wanted to get Dutch on to talk about what he's doing in <laughs> Texas. Are you in Houston? Is that right? I'm in Dallas. In Dallas. Yep. Talk about the deals that he's doing. But I also just wanted to get him on the podcast so you guys can go see his videos. And... Uh, <laughs> His Facebook fan page is Dutch Jackson. Dutch Jackson. And he's got a YouTube channel called what Trill Estate. Trill Trill Estate. Estate. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you Google, um, you Google Dutch Jackson, it'll it'll pop up. A lot of the music videos on YouTube pop up. All right. And, and I, I just you know, I, I gotta get if any card any real estate investor that has a that can wear a Cardinals hat, I gotta get him on the podcast. <laughs> Anybody else out there, if you're a St. Louis Cardinals fan, you don't have to live in St. Louis. It's okay. Let me know and I'll get you on the show if you're nice. <laughs> but uh, hey Dutch, thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. I made it. I made it on Joe's show. I made it, guys. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. <laughs> so hey man, uh, how did you get started in real estate? What were you doing before that? Before real estate, I was a GM for American Airlines. I've been in the airline industry for a while. Actually, how I got into real estate, 20-year-old guy was like, hey, hey, Mr. Jackson, I'm quitting today. I'm like, quitting? I'm like, man, you, you living a life. You're 20, you're making eight bucks an hour. I mean, what you want to quit this for? <laughs> and he said, uh, I'm doing real estate now, Mr. Jackson, man. I just, you know, I just made 20000 on this deal. And I was just like, what? Hey, how much? This guy's 20. He's doing real estate. So he told me, go online, look up wholesaler houses. And I did that and it changed everything. What year was that? That was last year. Last year? Last year, man. I'm I'm fairly new. I've been in it just over a year now. And And you're in a competitive market. I know. Very competitive. And that's a part of the music. The music, you got to stand out. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've always loved music my whole life. I always kind of did it behind the scenes. And when I started doing this, I, I, I realized quickly that you have to stand out. And I just thought about what could I use to stand out, you know? You know, when you said that, I thought maybe I should do a rap video. <laughs> that would not be good. <laughs> that would not be good. Okay, so a year ago, 
And so what'd you do? Did you just say, all right, I'm quitting and, and start doing real estate? Or how, well, what, how did you learn? Um, well, just YouTube University. The first thing is just getting an understanding of it, getting an understanding, you know, tutorials. I mean, just binging, like just yeah. all day and all night. And fortunately, I mean, it didn't seem like a blessing then, but I ended up getting laid off like two months later. Okay. So, and I, I worked a lot of hours. So when I got laid off, I really started, you know, getting out and about and, and trying to just, you know, put up some bandit signs and start the skip trace. And I just put a lot of action into it. And um, that's how it started. I got my first deal within the first four months, door okay. knocking, you know. Door knocking. What, what, how did you get the door to knock? Well, I was driving for dollars and I saw a house with very high grass and I had this app, Skip Genie, where, you know, where you could skip trace right then on the spot. And I skip traced the person and found out the person lived like around the corner. So <laughs> I looked and saw the grass was high. I checked the taxes. They were behind on tw- taxes, about 20000 Like I'm like, this is what I'm seeing in the tutorials. I mean, in high grass, behind on taxes. Maybe I should pursue this, you know? I so it. I went around to the corner, knocked on the guy's door, opened it up, and I was just like, uh, I forgot his name, Daryl or whatever. Is Daryl here? Do you want to sell your house around the corner? And he was just like, come on in. And I was like, really? And didn't know how to fill out a contract. I filled out the contract my, for my first time while I was filling out a contract. Oh, my God. I love it. This gets just me so excited. Just massive action. No yeah. wonder you're doing deals. Yeah, just man. like because so many people, Dutch, gets tripped up and like, oh, I gotta figure this out first. I gotta, I gotta know, I gotta have all my questions answered. I gotta understand steps seven and eight before I do right. steps one and two. But you're just like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off this building and I'm gonna figure out how to fly as I fall. That's it. That's okay. it. I mean Okay. So how much did you make on that deal? I made, I think, four thousand on that deal, my first one. Okay. Man, that was just Felt so liberating. That was the first time that I created my own money. Like, wow. I created this, you know. And, how did you uh, figure out how to how to how much to offer on that property? Um, oh, did I, I used my my ARV. My ARV was off. Everything was really off. Nothing was correct. Um, it was just it was it was good that this guy just wanted to get rid of me. So he owed twenty thousand, and I offered him thirty. You know, <laughs> so I got it. I, I didn't know. I thought the ARV was like 160. It was actuality was like 120, you know. Okay. So I got it under contract for, for 30 and sold it for 34. So I really cut myself out of the deal. I could have sold it for about 60 now that I look back. But I didn't really know what to get it under. I just knew to get it as low as I could, you know. Okay. So, By the way, I'm going to switch my internets here. If I lose you, don't go anywhere. Okay. It worked. All right, you're still here. <laughs> okay, good. So then you made four grand on that. How did you find the buyer? Um, went out, I got a prop stream, start skip tracing, calling people, things like that, and found a guy. So this is so cool. You just skip traced other investors in that area. Yeah. And you started calling them. Yeah. All right. Love yeah, that. I mean, I know it sounds it, it was it just seemed more crazier than when I was as I was doing it, but now that I look back, I'm like, man, I really did just that's how simple it was. You know, it was just putting it out and I knew about prop stream, didn't really know how to work it, but I knew how to just I didn't know anything about the filters, just cash buyers, just yeah. zip code, cash buyers, uh-huh. skip trace, and just start calling them up. 
Okay, so when you called him, what did you say? How did you handle that conversation? Hey, how you doing? My name is uh, Dutch Jackson. I'm an investor in Dallas. Um, I got this property under contract in this zip code. Are you interested? You know, that's that was pretty much it. I mean, got a lot of wrong numbers, of course, but the ones that that answered and, and were interested, let me know. And the house was wide open. It was vacant. So I just, they could go see it, you know. So it worked then, out pretty well for my first one. Now that I think about it, it's, it's been crazy ever since. But <laughs> the first one was kind of weird. That's how I knew it was for me, though. You know, the first one kind of went kind of smooth. So did you, do, um, did you do an assignment or how did you close the deal? It was an assignment. All just right, an assignment. Nice. Yeah. So then what happened? What did you start doing after that? Um, I went like a drought, like four months <laughs> with nothing. Four months with nothing. Yeah. And um, my what music, I've always done music all my life. Music helps me with stress. So now I'm out of a job. You know, I've, I've lived off this, this. I got the 4,000. That's gone. That's bills and everything else. So I started freestyling. <laughs> And I was thinking when I was so frustrated one day, I was like, man, I need a bird dog. I just need help. I'm in this big city. It's just me. So I started freestyling about needing a bird dog. A rap. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I was recording it. I got my own studio. I'm an audio engineer as well. And I just did like this. I need a bird dog. Wow. And, and it was kind of, I was just like, man, that's kind of, that's kind of money. So I posted it and I started posting it in the real estate groups. and. The response was nuts. Like, oh, man, people posting it with their phones, listening to it in the car. And then a light bulb went on. I was like, maybe this can be my way to create relationships and bring attention to myself where I can get help. Yeah. <laughs> and I can start networking because networking is very uh, overlooked in this business. If you network yeah. properly, you know, those relationships can just generate, you know, movement for your yeah. business. So I didn't even, after I had that epiphany, <laughs> since I got my studio, I just did a whole real estate album. I said, you know what? If I create an album, this will be the best business card. I love that. Ever. And I created an album, 19 songs, all investor music. 19 of them. Wow. I got, look, some of the name of the songs, Bird Dog, of course. I got Bandit Signs. <laughs> Rapport, too much, yeah. sellers cursing me out. So it's just things that investors can listen to or they riding, you know, it's just, it's music for us. And, and uh, it's been received very well, very, very well. It has accelerated to start bringing me deals, yeah. start bringing me people on the JV with me, Yeah, you oh. know, and the relationships. And I, and I picked up from doing one deal and then four months later doing another deal. And when I start dropping the music within, What's that? Four, four, I say seven or eight months, 18 more deals that, you know, they just start coming because of the, the music, you know, wow. <laughs> this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. I, I just, <laughs> awesome. Craziness. I, I, I love it because um, you took something you're good at and uh, you, you, God gave you these, this gift, you know, like, man, I'm God gave it to you for a reason. I'm not just going to waste it. I'm going to use it. And, and, Look what's happened. You're starting to do deals with it. Let me ask you, during that four-month drought, were you still like hustling? Were you still working hard or were you getting a little lazy? You know what I mean? Like, were you still driving for dollars and still t talking to sellers and making offers? Why did you go through that drought there? Because, you know what? It was a, 
I was doing so much. It was still the learning curve. And I was doing everything by myself, just like, and not really knowing where to start and where to stop. And I'm putting up band signs. I'm calling people. And I just think with the learn, with the learning curve, with me learning everything, it was just tough for me to focus, you know, and that's what it really was. I was still knocking doors. I was still just being very active. Okay. And I swear right before, because I was about to give up after the first one and right before another one came. So I kind of feel like that was my test, my trial. You know, you I heard about a lot of investors going through that. They go through this period and it's like, man, right when you're about to feel like you're about yeah. to give up, like God showed me like, it's for you. This wasn't a mistake the first time. This is for you. because <laughs> I, real quick, my second deal, <laughs> it was a probate and I found her a uh, text messaging. So I had her on the contract for 30 days. I found a buyer on a 29th. Look, and I didn't know, you know, I'm supposed to call the buyer. I mean, the seller and cancel if I don't have a buyer. I, I didn't know any of that. I just knew in my mind, I'm like, I got to keep her. I got to keep her. And on the, the last day before the, my contract was up, buyer craziest thing I've ever, that's how I knew it was for me. I had 30 different buyers come by the house. No, everyone passed. No, it's too high. No. And I got a guy hit me on Facebook the day before my contract ended, went to go see the house and we closed. It was the craziest. That, and that's how I know this is for me. And how much did you make on that second deal? I made seven. Seven grand. Cool. Seven grand. All right. So then what what's happened since then? You said a little bit your music just kind of went viral and, and, and people mm-hmm. started bringing you deals. But like, how many deals have you done since? Or like, how many deals are you averaging per month? Where, where so, you at? so this is my first year. I've done 20, 20 Good deals. Good for you. Good my for first, you. first year. But, Joe, I had an epiphany in about, about two months ago on a finance. Uh-huh. So my, I know that I can wholesale. I know that. Benefit of the doubt. No benefit. But... I've really scaled back for a minute to really learn creative finance. And that's my goal going forward. I need to add more tools to my tool belt because wholesaling is great. Don't get me wrong, but you're hired today and you're fired tomorrow. You know, with the creative finance and it's just, it's blowing my mind. I'm like, my goodness, like you I can, can really get, do this. So You can get two to $300 a month on a deal without using any of your own money. And it's not like a regular tenant that you get in there either. It's a, it's somebody who wants to buy it. Somebody who is going to take better care of it. Exactly. You know, if you get, so that's my, that's me going forward. I'm, I want to just add on a finance. That's what I'm really focused on right now. I'm really studying it. And I want to get that under my belt. You know, there's a guy in Texas who does a ton of owner financing. Um, his name is Mitch Stevens. Does that name ring a bell? Mitch Stevens. Um, I may know of Rich Stevens, but I haven't. I have probably have to see his face. So Mitch, I'm not sure where he lives. He's a good old country boy, super nice guy, and he's got some books on Amazon. Some of them are called like My First Thousand Deals or something like that. If you look it up, you can get it on Kindle. Okay. So Mitch, Mitch Stevens, and I've had him on the podcast before, mm-hmm. but he does a lot of owner financing deals in Texas. I think you'll like. You'll learn a lot from him just from his books. And I know he's got a podcast too. Really good guy. And that might, I, I love that. I love doing creative financing because you're going to get a lot of sellers that say, no, I don't want to, that cash offer is too low. But what mm-hmm. if you had something else you could offer them, right? And I could just say, well, what if I could get you that price? Would you be willing to wait for it? 
the uh, so it's having more tools, more offers that you can give. And then the other cool thing too is you can actually this is a strategy that you might want to think about, Dutch. Mm-hmm. I call it the double dip strategy, where you get a property under a lease option or or an owner finance from mm-hmm. a seller. Okay, then you put a buyer in it, a tenant buyer or a retail buyer on owner financing on terms. And you collect five to 10 grand from them. Mm-hmm. Okay. That property is cash flowing two, three, four hundred dollars a month. Let's say it's cash flowing three hundred dollars a month. So that's thirty six hundred dollars a year. You could then take that package deal and then sell that package deal to another investor mm-hmm. who just takes your place and stays in the middle, right? You could sell that contract for 10 grand. That property cash flows thirty six hundred dollars a month. If somebody pays you 10 grand to take over your contract. They're getting a 36% cash on cash return on their money, right? 3,600 divided by 10 grand. They're making 36% of the money. So you now double dip. You made five to 10 grand up front with that buyer you put in there. And you make another five or 10 grand from the the investor that you sell it to. Wow. That's another way that you could package deals. I'm telling you, and this is really important. I think this is important for everybody to understand going forward in this market. I think as we're transitioning out of a seller's into a buyer's market, the more creative package deals that you can give to other investors, the easier it's going to be for you to sell your deals. When you can bring a deal to another investor that says, all right, look at the financing is already in place. You don't have to go use much of your own money. You don't have to go get a new loan. So here's a deal with financing in place. Here's a deal with hard money in place. Here's a deal with a local bank that already said they would finance it if you met this criteria. Because I'm thinking back, you know, when the market crashed before in 2008 through 10 and 11, the wholesalers that did really well through that time were the guys that were would, could package deals together and provide the financing to the buyers. Something to think about, something to choose. No, that, that's an excellent strategy. I mean, you just, right, double dip. Even if I even if I got it and wanted to hold on to it for six, seven months, yeah, cash flow, <laughs> and then yeah. just give it, give it right back. That's that's yes, that's 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 dope. So cool. So what are what are some of your goals? What are some of your goals going forward besides the owner financing? Generational wealth, man. And, and my whole life, I, I love music, and I always kept a nine to five, you know. But this music was my passion. I want to be able to just have that passive income and make music and just. You know, you know, relax, man. I've been working a long time, been stressed out a long time. I say I wanted to start real estate to get my freedom back, but wholesaling is not freedom. Now that I find out, you know, it's a high paying job, but it's not freedom. So I'm really, I just want my goals to 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 get my buy my freedom back. You know, and just do what I love, just be happy, man. It's not being, it's not about being rich for me. It's about being comfortable and being happy. Good for you. Okay, most important question of the whole podcast: How did you become a Cardinals fan? Are you from St. Louis? Born and raised. Born and raised. Born and raised St. Louis County. My, there my whole life until I recently moved here to DFW five years ago. But Cardinals, you know, that's our heart, man. Like, you don't say nothing bad about the Cardinals. But St. Louis people, be careful wearing your Cardinal hats in Texas. Okay? Especially, <laughs> <laughs> especially in Dallas. I get a lot of mean mugs. What, what happened in 2011? Does anybody remember? Oh, they all remember. The Cardinals, <laughs> the Rangers, the Texas Rangers who were based in Dallas. Oh, man, that was beautiful. Oh, it was beautiful. It, it was, was beautiful. beautiful. But the crazy thing is, I was like, didn't the Texas Rangers, they were in three World Series in a row, I think, weren't they? Yeah. And they lost yeah. all of them. And there was twice in that series in 2011 where they only out. had one strike to win the World Series championship. Yes. And they choked. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's I funny. Know. I love it. 
But I represent. I got to represent wherever I go. I got to let them know that St. Louis is my first love. That's home. Thank you so much, man. So listen, how can people tell us again, how can they reach you? How can they find your videos, your music? And then I, you know, guys, listen, when, when Dutch shares this stuff, he worked hard at this music. I mean, it's, it's not easy to do. <laughs> Please take watch. If you find a video, share it, share it on social media, share it on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Let's spread the word. Let's, let's give <laughs> Dutch some love. Let, let's help him do more deals. But where can people find you Dutch? First off, before I even get to that, Joe, thank you. I've watched you on YouTube. I sent you a bunch of crappy deals in your inbox on Facebook. I'm sorry. <laughs> when, man, I first, I so many when I first started, but uh, first off, thank you for having me. You can find me. You can Google Dutch Jackson, the name of my album, D for D. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. And if you search Dutch Jackson on YouTube, Trill Estate, T-R-I-L-L, Estate, you'll see my new YouTube channel pop up. I have an old YouTube channel because I am a videographer as well. I shoot my own videos. So I have a Dutch Jackson videographer page, but I also have Trill Estate, which is the real estate music um, on it. So just Google Dutch Jackson. I'm pretty sure I'll pop up. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much for being on the podcast, Dutch. I hope Thank to meet you, you someday. And uh, if you're in St. Louis, you know, let's have coffee or something. And, and, and I'd love to hang out with you. Sounds good, Joe. All right. See you, Dutch. Hey, thanks, everybody. Go to realestateinvestingmastery.com. If you're listening to this on the road and you can't get the links or write them down, go to realestateinvestingmastery.com. Go to the search bar, do a search for Dutch, D-U-T-C-H, Jackson, and right. you'll find this podcast. You'll see all the links that he mentioned here in the show notes, even a transcription of the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and go find Dutch's videos and share them. <laughs> uh, it'll be so much fun. Thanks, man. We'll see you later. Thank you. Bye-bye.